This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Boo, Jill Biden. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. A one-day hiatus for The Benny Show. Today is Tuesday, July 26, 2022, and Jill Biden's secretary has resigned moments ago. Senator says whistleblower is ready to blow the lid off of the FBI and Hunter Biden collusion. White House is in denial about the recession and Trump dominates the 2024 GOP presidential poll from Turning Point USA. My name is Benny Johnson and this is The Benny Show. But we can't get those things on our own. Raul helped build this organization with the understanding that the diversity of this community, as distinct as the Bogodas of the Bronx, as beautiful as the blossoms of Miami, and as unique as the breakfast tacos here in San Antonio. (laughs) Breaking news from moments ago, Jill Biden's press secretary has resigned. See ya, sayonara, the goose is cooked, and the rats will flee the ship. Where does that saying come from? Saying comes from rats fleeing ships because the rats are living in the hull of the ship. They run. Rats are filthy animals. They're scared animals. They're not brave animals. They run along the sides of the ship. And when the ship crashes into something and is taking on water, the rats feel the rumblings first. And these rats are abandoning ship. Abandon all hope. Ye who enter the Biden White House, you are going to ruin your career. And that's what's happening. You are seeing a cascade of resignations. Michael LaRossa joins the exodus of communication staff, leaving the White House for a new job this breaking moments ago. Jill Biden's press secretary, Michael De Rosa, is leaving his post at the White House amid a flurry of communication staff departures. And of course, De La Rosa is someone who's had to explain, I, I don't know, does he have Latin heritage? I'm not exactly sure, but it must have been hard for him, no matter what heritage he is, he could be Irish or he could be Cambodian. It's got to be tough when your boss calls an entire minority group uh, by a, a food that they make, right? Hello, my chalupas. Hello, my burritos. Hello, my tacos. That's what Jill Biden said. And Michael De La Rosa had to apologize for it on Twitter. Poor, poor man. Well, the humiliation is over for him. He's fleeing the ship. He's out of there like a rat. White House officials have told CNN, claiming that the East Wing has known about his resignation for several weeks. His extension in the first lady's office came due to a desire for De La Rosa to assist with three high-profile foreign trips. Oh, okay, so you wanted to, got it. So you wanted to go on the trips. You wanted to take the taxpayer-funded trips to go secure a bag for Hunter Biden, and so you stuck around. His exit 
marks one of the many exits from the White House communications team, Jen Psaki, Amanda Finney, chief of staff shortly after in July, the White House communication director, Kate Benningfield also left the administrations. If you start counting Kamala Harris among those resigning, meaning Kamala Harris's staff among the resignations, so you're talking the White House and then the executive office of the vice president, man, Kamala, I don't think has a single staff member left. You walk, you open up the door to her office and there's that blows through and you can hear like the whistling of the wind and there's a cobweb and the spiders like ain't been anyone here for a long time simone sanders has left kamala's office a ton of the people that have fled kamala's office capped off with kamala's speechwriter, who was only there for like four months and then she said i'm getting the hell out of here kamala's speechwriter left and she tweeted she tweeted her resignation. It's really beautiful. I'll read it to you right now. I happen to have it right here in front of me. So, so Kamala Harris's speechwriter left, and she said on Twitter, I would like to announce today my resignation from Kamala Harris's staff. Because I am resigning, I have decided to resign. With this resignation, I myself am indeed resigning. Because of my resignation, I've decided that this is the day that we shall resign. With resignations, I write you to resign. That's uh, pretty pretty powerful stuff from Kamala Harris's speechwriter, and it's not just the historic Kamala Harris, first female vice president, who's losing and hemorrhaging staff like Joe Biden's brain is hemorrhaging right now. It is indeed the first lady as well. A person familiar with the next steps for La Rosa is saying is saying that he will stay in D.C. and join a public affairs firm, Hamilton Place Strategies, LOL. This is the classic D.C. to scumbag lobbyist firm or PR agency pipeline. Beautiful. You know, Simone Sanders already has her own show on MSNBC, as does Jen Psaki. So it's like they like, it's like they were... It's like they were just on loan from MSNBC to the Biden White House. That's how that's how it works, right? They're just on loan. They are they still have the seat warmers ready for them as soon as they get back to the MSNBC studios. He has not weighed in publicly on the impending departure from the first lady's office, but the first lady's office is already interviewing people to replace him. Will be a little tough, however, because the person who will be replacing La Rosa. Uh, we'll have to explain what language this is that Jill Biden is speaking. It ain't Spanish. Go. Say it with me. Si se puede. The future is ours. Thank you. Si se puede. Can you imagine all the little Latino girls or Latinx girls running through the streets with si se puede shirts on, running up to their abuelas saying si se puede. Only problem is, if you talk to a Spanish speaker, you'll find that Cisse Poidway isn't Spanish. It's not any language. And Jill Biden certainly doesn't speak Spanish, and she certainly doesn't speak the political language of not calling people tacos, not calling minority groups by the foods they like to eat and cook. Yo, Jill Biden said, you are a taco. We played that clip for you in the cold open with a little mariachi music and a mustache attached to Jill Biden. But nonetheless, we have the Jill Biden memes. They rain down from the sky. Jill Biden called an entire group of people tacos. So her next candidate for communications director will have to figure out how to message around Jill Biden calling, um, you know, Italian people breadsticks next, right? Or Scottish people haggis. 
or uh, Irish people potatoes. That's going to be the next step probably for the sad soul. We pray for you. The next person who has to take over this position will probably have to deal with Jill Biden talking about the tour of Italy when she visits the Italian American Heritage Foundation. Uh, So good luck. (laughs) Again, again, we're believers and so we will pray for you. Jill Biden would probably need a doctor to deal with the panic attacks on her team, even though Dr. Jill herself is a doctor, as The View so aptly noted. When Dr. Jill becomes a Surgeon General, his wife. Yeah, Jill Biden's wife, because she, you know, she he would to... never do it, but she, it, yeah, she's a hell of a doctor. She's an amazing doctor. I thought she was a doctor like, in PhD. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't, I, don't, I, don't I could know. be wrong. Maybe I thought she was yeah, a teacher. I think she, I know. She's, she's oh. a teacher, but, you know. <laughs> she's, she's a teacher. You know, she's like a, a PhD doctor. She's not a real doctor. She's like not a doctor who helps people, as my grandmother would say. Yeah. She's a PhD doctor. Even the ladies of the V, I mean, oh man. How low is the frequency at the view? How low are the brain waves at the view? How how small are those little frequencies going there from Whoopi Goldberg's uh, brain? Whoopi Goldberg probably needing a doctor, maybe the same one who's checking in on Joe. And speaking of checking in on Joe, Jill Biden likes to check in on Joe and straight up insult him at regular events jill biden often during like the easter events or doing during like reading events at the white house telling joe biden directions barking orders at him telling him he can't read she said that during the easter bunny event at the white house remember the time when joe biden was scared of the easter bunny is amazing Welcome to the month of July, or as we call it on this show, MAGA Month. This is a month where we celebrate America and our founding, the 4th of July, fireworks, grilling, drinking beer, and you know what's another amazing American tradition? Gold. That's right. America used to have a currency that was backed by gold. That's what prevented out-of-control inflation back in the day. Did you know that George Washington actually held an enormous amount of gold personally in order to ensure his investments. Be as smart as George Washington and invest in something with physical value. I'm talking physical gold for my friends at Birch Gold. Text Benny to 989898 to get a free info kit on diversifying and protecting your savings with precious metals from Birch. I did this and my family got in the mail. Physical gold and silver delivered securely to our home, and now it's in our bank account, and we've never felt more secure. And it's all because of my friends at the A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, five-star reviews, thousands of satisfied customers, Birch Gold. Text Benny to 989898 to go gold. Be as smart as a founding father, ladies and gentlemen. Birch Gold. So you have this situation where Jill Biden is openly insulting her husband. She knows her husband has dementia. And Jill Biden is going about trying to keep the whole place together. But it ain't working. No matter what, it's going to follow Jill, even if she goes to the dark blue state of Connecticut. Jill Biden was wandering into what I've been told is an ice cream shop in Connecticut. This family can't get away from ice cream. And even inside of a state that has all Democrat members of Congress, that has like had a Democrat governor for a billion years, 
trillion years, and that is like a consistent Democrat state. I don't know. When was the last time Connecticut voted for a Republican? Like Nixon or Reagan or something? Jill Biden can't escape the trolls who are yelling directly into her face, you suck, you owe me gas money. <laughs> Your husband's the worst president we've ever had. You suck. Thank you. Thank you. Right before she uh right before she dons a little extra makeup and goes on tour as Alice Cooper. Has anybody seen Alice Cooper and Jill Biden in the same room together? I'm just saying. So the people who will potentially take this job are sitting there looking and saying, ah, yeah, maybe. How about now? Michael DeRosa leaving the office, and we think it'll be probably difficult for them to find a replacement anytime soon. Jill Biden is just a disaster of a first lady. The goal of the first lady is to pretty much just stand there like a houseplant and look pretty. You don't really have to do anything. You just have to kind of like hang around, read a book during Christmas, serve the kids cookies at the White House, and go about your business of not stepping in it. And even Jill Biden can't do that. As we just demonstrated for you, four or five different massive, catastrophic screw-ups from Jill Biden that have had to do a cleanup on aisle six. When was the last time you had a first lady where you have to really have a comm staff around her because she's so bad at this job that you, she might as well just go back on tour as Alice Cooper. Again, that would always be a great escape hatch for Jill Biden for her former career as Alice Cooper. Hunter Biden also not making things very easy for Jill. Hunter Biden calling Jill Biden a naughty word in text messages. We're not going to repeat the word, but we will read you the article from the New York Post. Hunter Biden called his stepmother a vindictive moron and an entitled the C word. Not going to say it. Not going to repeat it. Y'all can go ahead and read the article for yourself if you wish. We're a, we're a, we're a family. We're a family friendly show. We're a PG-13 show. So the president's 52-year-old druggy son made the remarks in a string of text messages that he sent in 2018 as he and his family were rallying to get him help, the son reported. In one particular text message sent to his brother Bo's widow, Haley Biden, who Hunter Biden happened to be having a affair with, that's weird, to get into a sexual relationship with your dead brother's widow. But whatever, this is the family restoring the soul of America. Come on, people. He was dating her at the time, and he said, F my stepmother for always being such a selfish, silly, entitled C word. And he wrote that Haley, uh, uh, Haley and his relationship... Uh, deter had deteriorated and his relationship with his stepmother, because Jill Biden is, is not their mother, Jill Biden is the stepmother, that things weren't going well. He also called his stepmother, Jill Biden, an effing moron, a vindictive moron, separate text exchange with James Biden, who is Joe Biden's brother, and also criminally uh, uh, a criminal conspirator in the Biden crime family. So, yikes. Listen, Jill, it'd be it, we we'd like we did we, we don't have anything against you, but 
gotta be honest, you and your family is such a dumpster fire and you yourself such a nightmare. You read those remarks on the prompter. Yo, Jill, you read the remarks on the prompter. You're the one who called Hispanic people tacos and you called them Latinx. You called Latino people, uh, uh, you know, ch chalupas. Y you suck. You suck at this. And these were your responses. You read these responses. This was a written speech. These teleprompters are huge. You read this speech. So you're the one who did it. And, you know, you made the bed. You made the bed. And you Amber heard it in that bed. And so you got to sleep in that bed. It sucks. It sucks to be you. You're just bad at this. Yo, you're just, you're just, just bad at this. And sh stop shopping at TJ Maxx, okay? You're the first lady. You probably got like an unlimited budget. At least your husband tries to get an unlimited budget. But I think that those days are over, Joe Biden having the run of Congress and a run of protection from our various law enforcement agencies in this country are coming to a collapsing end. Chuck Grassley with a massive bombshell in the last eight hours. This dropped last night. Huge story. We would have led with this story, but... Hey, yo, Jill Biden's press secretary just resigned an hour ago, had to go there. This is the real meat and potatoes, ladies and gentlemen. Senator Chuck Grassley says that the Department of Justice whistleblower has approached him to blow the lid off of a scheme among FBI officials to bury negative information about Hunter Biden. Chuck Grassley going in, my senator. Now, I live in the state of Florida, but for 20 years, I lived in the state of Iowa. That's the state that kind of raised me. I went to the University of Iowa. I went to high school in Iowa. Lived out kind of in the middle of a cornfield, actually. That's where I was raised. Senator Chuck Grassley has always been the senator from that state for as long as I can remember. I think he signed the preamble to the Constitution. Pretty old, but man, he's got some fight in him. He's an old bull in the Senate. And when he says something's real, it's real. He ain't a fabulist. Chuck Grassley is old school, and he's very powerful. So this, let me give this context to you. This is not a man who's out there to get clicks or out there to get headlines. He ain't a man who's out there to bang the drum. He, I think he's got maybe one more term left. He's old. How old is Chuck Grassley? He's like in his 80s. But So he has limited time, and he is using that time to say the Biden family is going down. Listen to this. Senator Chuck Grassley is pressing the Justice Department and FBI for transparency as he seeks answers about the Hunter Biden investigation. Hey, the ranking member on the Senate Judiciary Committee says he has gotten tips that the agencies are downplaying and suppressing wrongdoing by the president's son. Brooke Singman has all the details. Tell us more, Brooke. Hey, good morning, guys. That's right. Highly credible whistleblowers have come forward to Republican Senator Chuck Grassley, alleging a widespread effort within the FBI to downplay and discredit negative information about Hunter Biden. Now, that's according to a scathing letter Grassley wrote to FBI Director Christopher Wray and Attorney General Merrick Garland. He writes, quote, the allegations provided to his office appear to indicate that there was a scheme in place among certain FBI officials to undermine derogatory information connected 
connected to Hunter Biden by falsely suggesting it was disinformation. Grassley zeroes in on one particular player, FBI agent Timothy Tybalt, who he claims may have improperly swayed the criminal investigation into the president's son. Grassley writes that the information he has received, quote, reveals that Tybalt's political partisanship impacted his official decision-making on sensitive public corruption investigations. Chuck Grassley, again, is an old bull in the Senate. The Senate works like an old boys club. They're sort of the new kids, and they got to come up through to get to varsity a lot of barriers. And if you've been around in the Senate for a long time, like Chuck Grassley has, Chuck Grassley's been there for 30 or 40 years, then you get a lot of respect. And people listen to you, and the Department of Justice and the FBI and these other agencies know that you are deeply powerful and you can make their lives a living hell. So this should not be discounted. This is not another letter. And I love Rand Paul. But when Rand Paul sends a letter to Fauci, it doesn't carry the same weight because Rand Paul hasn't been around long enough. I'm a huge Rand Paul fan. I am a monster. I think he's, I, I think he's one of the best senators in the country. However, it doesn't carry the same weight because Chuck Grassley has been there longer and Chuck Grassley is from a different era. The Rand Pauls are a different cut of a jib. Chuck Grassley is the real old bull, and they get things done. So this is a massive update. That's the background. Here's what's happening. In this letter, Chuck Grassley says that leading up to the 2020 election, the FBI knew dead to rights they had the smoking gun that Hunter Biden is a damned criminal, and that Hunter Biden created a criminal network inside of the Biden family. The FBI knew this. They had the receipts, the bloody OJ glove, and the FBI did nothing. In fact, they did worse than nothing. They actually suppressed this information. There is a man in charge. He's called the Assistant Special Agent in Charge. ASAC is the acronym. His name's Timothy Tybalt. Timothy Tybalt had gross mismanagement, according to Chuck Grassley, in suppressing this story. So there was a line of inquiry investigating Hunter Biden. This scum, deep state scum, Timothy Tybalt, shut down that line of investigation in order to protect the Biden family. Now, what does this mean? Well, it means you have been told the truth by The Benny Show, that you have the information because for months we have been telling you that this story was going to drop. We have really good sources. Chuck Grassley's been my senator for a very long time, and we knew that it was going to come out that the FBI, along with the Secret Service in coordination with the DOJ were protecting the Biden family and have for a long time. These people know that the Bidens were their access point to getting all of the goodies they wanted from the government coffers and for no longer being under the scrutiny of Donald Trump and his administration. And so they acted as a special police Gestapo for the Biden crime family. They were the enforcement arms for them. The FBI and the DOJ protected Hunter. Secret Service agents showed up at the laptop repair shop in order to question the man who was left with Hunter Biden's crack cocaine-fueled laptop. The Secret Service bailed Hunter Biden out of various prostitution rings and various drug crimes. The Secret Service showed up at the federally licensed firearm 
dealer where Hunter Biden illegally got a firearm and lied on his application papers. And that federally licensed firearm dealer, the gun store owner of which Hunter Biden bought at least one gun, we think he bought more because he's now in photos with new firearms. Where the hell did those come from? Hunter Biden had to lie on that Nix form. The Nix form is the form that you turn in in order to tell the federal government that you are not on many things on a terrorist watch list, uh, that you are not a felon, and that you are not on substances that are abusive. For instance, crack cocaine. Now, Hunter Biden's filmed himself smoking crack more than a dozen times. He's filmed himself weighing out how much crack he has, and Hunter Biden lied on his federal Nix form. Lying to the federal government is a monster crime, especially if it means you get a firearm out of it. The Secret Service showed up at that gun store to try and pull all the documentation from the gun store owner and to eliminate it from the record. Yo, the Biden crime family uses the DOJ and the FBI as their personal secret police. They are the Gestapo for the Biden crime family. And Chuck Grassley is blowing the lid off of this story. It is massive. Huge criminal investigations, and more importantly, when Republicans take back Congress, this should lead to indictments because Republicans will be investigating this and then will be referring for prosecution to the DOJ the people who don't comply. Now, who's not who who won't comply in these kind of uh, in these kind of investigations? Well, the majority of the deep state they're not going to comply. They believe that the hierarchy says they should never be held accountable for their crimes. And so the deep state won't comply, just like Steve Bannon didn't comply with the January 6th committee, the Politburo Soviet-style committee. So these Stalinists wanted Steve Bannon to come in and testify and give up all of his records and all of his text messages, and he did not. And so now he's going to be referred for criminal prosecution. Steve Bannon may go to jail. He may not, but he may go to jail, maybe for a very small amount of time. It may be for up to two years. He was charged on two counts. That's how it's going to work. So what will happen to Steve Bannon? We're not sure. What should happen to these FBI agents who don't comply with Republican-led investigation committees into these federal crimes, shutting down and rigging these systems and rigging the game in favor of the Bidens? Well, they should also go to prison. We'll see if the Merrick Garland DOJ has the exact same standard for members of the deep state as they do for Steve Bannon. We'll find that out very, very soon. Chuck Grassley is the ranking member on the Senate Judiciary Committee, which oversees the agencies, says the whistleblower alleges that the scheme among FBI officials to undermine derogatory information connected to Hunter Biden by falsely flagging it as, you're going to you're gonna spit out your coffee, okay? So make sure you're not drinking coffee right now when I tell you this. Disinformation. That's what they're going to flag it as. The Hunter Biden laptop, which they freaking had since 2018, they're going to flag it as disinformation. That's how they get around ever opening an investigation into it. Yo, guys, it's not disinformation when Hunter Biden's naked ass is in like every one of these videos. I am so repulsed and disgusted. I had to go see my priest and get holy water thrown into my eyes because of the number of times I've seen Hunter Biden naked smoking crack. I'm sick of it. I don't want to see the next Hunter Biden bombshell drops. I'm so tired of seeing Hunter Biden smoking crack and naked. But it's really hard 
to say that this is misinformation when, you, you know, there are things on there that can only be Hunter Biden. God save us. We don't want to play the clips. Boy, that would be the last day of this show if we ever played these unedited clips. They are not fit for broadcast, let me tell you. It's been alleged that the FBI headquarters team suggested to FBI agents that the information was disinformation. This is reading from Grassley's letter. However, according to these allegations, all the reporting was either verified or verifiable via criminal search warrants. In addition, Tybalt, remember the scumbag FBI agents, you're going to be hearing his name a lot, Tybalt, allegedly ordered the matter closed without providing any valid reason as required by FBI guidelines. Despite the matter being closed in such a way that investigative avenues might be opened later, it's alleged that FBI officials, including Tybalt, subsequently attempted to improperly mark the matter in FBI systems so that it could not be opened in the future. So he's trying to close it down for good, this scum. His letter came after revelations last week that federal investigations into Hunter Biden reached a criminal juncture. So they are now figuring out how to charge Hunter Biden to cover their own asses, by the way, because they know that this is coming. So the full game here is very simple. The Department of Justice knows that Republicans are going to open up investigations into Hunter. They know that the investigations will boomerang back on DOJ officials and the FBI because they have been criminally covering up for the criminal enterprise of the Biden family this entire time. This has been a cover-up at the highest levels of government. This is going to make Whitewater, it's going to make Watergate, it's going to make these scandals that you have been told about your federal, about your government, look like nothing in comparison. Look very teeny in comparison. I'm talking like Robert Reich level tall. Robert Reich is like, I think he's like four feet tall. This is going to really hurt the regime. And so what they're going to do is they're going to try and get ahead of it by charging Hunter Biden with like kid glove stuff. Oh, you didn't pay your taxes once. Oh, that'll be, that'll suck. You know, oh, you didn't do this. Oh, you didn't do that. They're going to try and kid glove handle Hunter Biden. If Don Jr. had done this stuff, he would be in prison on the moon. They would create a new federal penal colony in a crater on the moon to put Don Jr. in. Trust me on that. But Hunter Biden walks free to this very day. In Delaware, the grand jury for Hunter Biden is weighing charges of tax violations, FARA violations. That's the Foreign Lobbying Act. That's a huge one. Those are really bad mandatory mandatory sentencing penalties if you're violating the lobbying for foreign government of which Joe, Bi Joe Biden and Hunter Biden did. Gun charges, making false statements, and so on and so forth. It's illegal to lie to the federal government, for instance, on your NICS form. That's illegal too. I just bought a gun, by the way. Uh, I'm now in a free state where you can buy guns. I bought a gun legally. I waited my you know, wait period and so on, blah, blah, blah. I had to fill out the form. I had to send it into the federal government. I had to tell the form that I was not addicted to crack cocaine, for instance. And that, you know, and that's, that's just the way it goes, yo. You've got to tell the government that you are not a dangerous criminal. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. 
Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. And okay, I'm okay with that. Hunter Biden was a dangerous criminal and was addicted to a lot of drugs, and so he lied. So what's going to happen here? And what's the game? The game is that the DOJ is going to charge Hunter Biden with some petty little thing and that they're going to try and get ahead of the Republican investigations in the Biden crime family. The big issue, and we've been told this by federal prosecutors, and one of them went on Fox News. I think his name was John or James Tully. He's a federal prosecutor, and he's saying the problem here is that there's no criminal conspiracy. White-collar crime is all about the criminal conspiracy. Enron, you took down hundreds of executives, right? Because it was a criminal conspiracy to hide the earnings of Enron from their investors. This is a massive criminal conspiracy. White-collar crime is always a conspiracy among the people who are operating that network. Joe Biden and Jim Biden among them. The Rosemont Seneca partnerships, the partnerships with the Chinese government, the partnerships with some of the worst actors in the world. Hunter Biden had millions of dollars put into his bank account by Russian oligarchs. Well, where the hell did that money come from? And why is it going into his pocketbook? I know a few Russians, never been to Russia, but ain't none of them ever offered me millions of dollars for being a cool dude. Nobody's ever said, hey, Benny, here's millions and millions of rubles uh, because we like you. I don't think that's how it works. If it is how it works, sign me up. Boy, that well, it's great. Cool. That's how, Rus- that's how nice Russians are. They'll just give me millions of dollars. That's great. But I don't think so. I don't think so. I think Hunter Biden was doing favors for Vladimir Putin and using his leverage in order to try and sell a gas company called Rosneft in Russia to the Chinese. That's what was going on there, actually. That's what reporting shows. So Hunter Biden getting paid off by the Russians, the Chinese, and every single evil organization in the world. Did you know that one of Hunter Biden's business partners was an arms dealer who was arrested and literally a member of the Chinese Communist Party and the spy chief of China. And he was trying to broker a deal to get around the sanctions with Iran. I know I'm going down a rabbit hole here, but it's insane, the criminality of this family and what they thought they could get away with because they controlled the justice system. And because their agents, this guy Timult, whatever his name is, Tibbalt's, This guy inside of the FBI would just shut down the investigations. On your screen right now, a photo of Hunter Biden sleeping with a crack pipe in his mouth. Again, Joe Biden himself passed mandatory sentencing that locked up hundreds of thousands, maybe millions of young black men for smoking far less crack than is in that photo. Just remember that next election cycle, young black men in America, that Hunter Biden gets to smoke crack but you get mandatory sentencing because of Hunter Biden's dad. Hunter Biden walks free. You get your life ruined. By the way, if you're a felon, you can't. If you're a felon, you can't. If you're a felon, you don't get to own a firearm either. So Hunter Biden shouldn't be able to buy a firearm because he's on drugs, but also because he's a felon. Not yet, anyway. We hope so. We'll see what happens. We'll follow the story very closely. That's the background. The DOJ is going to try to pathetically get ahead of it. We shouldn't let them. Republicans stay strong. doesn't matter if they charge, charge Hunter with some little thing. He deserves to be investigated, a real investigation, not some garbage that's shut down by the FBI.
Man, it is incredible the amount of narrative control going on by the regime. That's why it's panic in D.C. Panic in D.C. That's what's happening right now. Corrine Jean-Pierre at the White House on the panic train, just like the rest of them. I'm not going to define it from here, she screamed yesterday when asked, what exactly is the White House's definition of a recession? Corrine Jean-Pierre said, I don't know, but that's actually your job. Peter Ducey from Fox News asking Corrine Jean-Pierre, what is a woman? Wait, sorry. I'm being told in my ear. That's that's a the new question is what is a recession? Matt Walsh's probably next documentary, What is a Recession? Corinne Jean Pierre doesn't have the answer. Listen. And Mr. President, we're getting right. GDP numbers on Thursday. How worried should Americans be that we could be in a recession? We're not gonna be in a recession, uh, in my view. Well, I've been told that that wasn't Corinne Jean Pierre, even though Man, it is hard to tell these days if you were just closing your eyes and listening to the words coming out of their mouth. That was that was Joe Biden being asked from his COVID quarantine by Peter Ducey about the recession. Joe Biden echoing what is the template answer from the White House that there is no recession. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. Here's what Corinne Jean-Pierre actually said when asked by CNN's Caitlin Collins. Correction there. First clip Biden. Here's Corinne Jean-Pierre questions. One, just following up on what you said about the National Bureau of Economic Research, they also did not declare a recession in 2008 until December, that's 12 months after the recession had already been in place in the U.S. economy. But based on what the president said earlier, have his economic advisors told him they also don't think a recession is likely? And what is exactly the White House's definition of a recession? Again, we don't, we don't, I'm not going to define it from here. I'm just going to leave it to the NBER as, as we have stated of how they define uh, recession. They have declared one. I'm just saying that we're just not going to define it. We use the indicators that the NBER, uh, uh, the National Bureau of Economic Research, have, have used. We've mentioned that a few times. The definition of a recession is two straight quarters of negative GDP growth. The Atlanta Federal Reserve announced earlier this month that the second quarter of 2022 saw GDP minus 2.1%. That means we are in a recession right now. Now, we're going to see the Biden regime continue to try and squirrel their way out of this. On Thursday, if I'm not mistaken, there is a announcement of the federal GDP growth estimates, and you're already seeing the hedging right now. Hair on fire inside the administration because it's going to be negative. It's going to be bad. They transmit so poorly what's going to happen. They were freaking out about the inflation numbers, trying to get ahead of that. They're going to try and get ahead of two negative quarters of growth, meaning we are officially in a recession. It's not going to work. They cannot continue to lie. And most importantly, they can't continue to lie because their stenographers, Caitlin Collins, they're working for CNN and the various members of the corporate press are unable to hide the fact that this administration is the equivalent of Amber Heard eating off the Taco Bell $1 menu and then going uh, to Johnny Depp's bed. It is truly crapping the bed. There is no more hiding it any longer. It is a nightmare. This administration is a disaster. Nobody can defend them any longer. Remember, it's so valuable to go back in time and to 
recall that they told you the adults would be in charge. They didn't have to set him up like this. They could have just said, yo, Joe Biden, he's got like people sitting in circles on the ground. They have little circles drawn on the ground and they, it's like everyone's sitting there. No one's showing up for this guy. And he's clearly mentally unstable. Tucker Carlson dropping reporting last week that Jill Biden had to feed him mystery pills in order to get him to be any level of senility, man. Like, according to Tucker, Joe Biden didn't even have the capacity to function as like a child before speeches. He would he was given some type of little concoction, and then Joe Biden was able to go out and give some rambly-ass speech. It's not good. The walls are coming off. The drapes are being pulled back. Toto, the little dog, Toto is pulling back the curtain and you're able to see the old decrepit man who's behind the curtain and no one can hide it any longer. How do you explain if you're CNN to your old sad viewership that their lives suck now under Biden? People have eyes and more importantly, we have wallets and we can see the money and our value as a people deteriorating. This report from Daily Mail. Half of America's elderly can't afford essential expenses due to rising inflation and higher cost of living. How the hell are you going to hide that? You're not going to hide that. And older people, they're on fixed incomes. My parents retired this year. My parents are in their late 60s. They retired. They moved down to Florida. And they are on a fixed income. They no longer have salaried income heading into their bank accounts. So they're just going to live on what they have now. Social Security pays them like 12 cents a month. And of course, you should never bank on that. If you're watching and you're under the age of 40, you ain't getting any Social Security. Mark my words, believe that. It's all just open theft from your paychecks. Half of Americans can't afford essential expenses, elderly Americans, due to rising inflation costs because they're on fixed living incomes. A staggering 54% of older women living alone are classified as poor under federal poverty standards. This according to the Massachusetts Boston Elder Index. Total of 45% of older men are facing the same dire situation a report found. Based on yearly incomes, more than 2 million older couples living in the U.S. were considered financially insecure. This is according to the Gerontology Institute. This data is from 2020. It doesn't take into account the soaring 9% inflation. Man, this data is from 2020. This has got to be getting so much worse. The researchers revealed that a single older adult in good health paying rent needed 27 grand on average for basic expenses. But the figure is far from the federal poverty threshold of $12,000, according to Kaiser Health News. The findings suggest that Biden, who is himself nearly 80, 79, So he is of this demographic, and we've talked a lot about how gerontocracy, meaning the rule of the old. Gerontocracy means the rule of the old. Plato and Aristotle talk a lot about this. It's the rule of one specific class of people, one specific group. And groupings of generations generally go in the 20-year marks, right? So a millennial is talked about academically as, are you born in 1980 to the year 2000? Were you born there? So I would be considered a millennial. I was born in 1986. So I am inside of that bracketing, right? Of what a millennial is. If you were born there, Joe Biden and his cohort, the destroy the world cohort, Klaus Schwab's 85. George Soros is 92. Henry Kissinger is like 93. 
Jimmy Carter's 99. <laughs> Joe Biden is nearly 80. Same with Chuck Schumer. Nancy Pelosi's 82. Mitch McConnell's 81. You can just go down the list. This is the generation that destroyed, destroyed our country. And it's time to fix it. They're also destroying the country for their fellow generation. What a sick group of absolute, destructive, venal people. Not everyone can get Nancy Pelosi's stock tips. You know, not everyone's Paul Pelosi, who's also 82, driving around, drunk ass, smashing into gates and fences. Even as Democrats, 67%, say the economy is in a poor condition. It's terrible. Even Democrats are betraying Joe Biden. Older people tended to... Democrats are saying... Uh, we're done with this. The average cost of consumer goods rose 8%. The record surge is driven by a 50% increase in gas, 40% increase in airfare. Old people are getting hit the hardest because they're on fixed incomes. We're going to be, you know, like as an employer here at The Benny Show, I, I have to take into account inflation when giving raises and when taking care of our staff who make this show possible. Speaking of, one of them is sitting right here in the studio with me. Good old Sam, the Sam Cam, Sam Studio Sam on his Sam Cam. Do we got the Sam Cam working? There we go, Sam Cam, ladies and gentlemen, the Sam Cam. We we do the show from our home. We do the. Show. It's Sam Cam. Sam got married this year to someone also named Sam. Sam's gonna go on his honeymoon next week, so Sam Cam will be turned off for a week. I believe we're still we're gonna still do the show, however, but Sam's gonna be on his honeymoon. Yo, I wanna make sure Sam has a great life. I wanna make sure Sam has a happy marriage and that he's able to provide for him, his wife, maybe his children. Who knows? Who knows? But all employers are sitting there factoring in inflation when it comes to the salaries they pay their people. Because you want to be your your you want your people to survive. But my parents are on fixed incomes. They don't have any salaries anymore. But Joe Biden is decimating them. And it's uh, truly sickening because that means Joe Biden is decimating his own generation. Disgusting. What's equally disgusting is that Kamala Harris views the real problems in America is that women get pregnant. That is according to a clip of Kamala Harris recently saying women are getting pregnant in America every day. This is a real issue. Let's let Kamala Harris speak for herself now without a speechwriter. So whew, wait for the wheels to come off this flaming dumpster fire. Have a listen. To put it in law, there may be litigation, but we will be in a much better position than, um, than to not do that. And, you know, listen, women are getting pregnant every day in America, and this is a real issue, and we need to act with a sense of haste about what is at play, what is at stake, and codifying Roe will be an important um, moment in terms of putting back in place protections for for the folks who are at risk right now because of what the court did in Dobbs just weeks ago. I think that clip is hilarious because Kamala Harris is actually blocking Joe Biden in the shot. You can see behind her the photo of <laughs> you see behind her this this photo of Kamala Harris and Joe Biden masked on stage, right? I think at the DNC convention, and Kamala Harris is so 
aptly positioned in the shot where you can't see Joe Biden in the photo. You can just see her raising her fist. So beautiful, Kamala Harris sitting there saying that women are getting pregnant every single day, and that's a real issue. That's a real issue. Now, Kamala Harris, as far as we know, has not been pregnant. I mean, we don't know. We just know her personal history. Kamala Harris, never been a mother, never had a child, was far too busy power gobbling for her career, trying to reach the next rung of power. What can I do? Career woman right there, jumping every rung she possibly can. (sighs) Pretty sad, pretty pathetic, and pretty soulless because what Kamala Harris has been left with now is a VP position that is truly underwater. Kamala Harris has been underwater a few times in her career. Not a single member of her home state voted for her for president. She didn't get a single vote in the Democrat National Committee for president. She ran for president. She ripped the bark off Joe Biden, called Joe Biden a racist during the debates. But Kamala Harris didn't get a single vote, not even from her own home state, dark blue California, for president. And now she's the most unpopular vice president in American history. Yo, this is for real. The polling shows it. Kamala Harris is less popular than Joe Biden. And maybe it's because of dumbass comments like that. Kamala Harris has never had the selflessness, had never has never had the uh, uh, desire, maybe. I don't know. But I know what it takes to raise a family. I'm raising one right now. I see what my wife goes through. My wife has had to put her career on hold uh, for our children. I get it. I feel that. Parents watching in the audience, I feel that. We respect you. It is the most important job you will ever have. Kamala Harris never had that selflessness. And so Kamala Harris sitting there attacking women who are making that decision to bring forth a new generation of Americans sickening. But again, she lost her speechwriter. If she had her speechwriter, Kamala Harris may have said, Kamala Harris may have said, women are getting pregnant every day in America, and that is why every day in America, women are pregnant. Women are pregnant because of pregnancy. That's that's what the speechwriter quote would have been. Too bad, Kamala. Too bad for Democrats because they may get Joe Biden, Kamala Harris. Round two, Joe Biden continues to stubbornly insist that he's going to run again for president. According to sources, he believes he's the only person who could beat Donald Trump in 2024. And even the most hardened left-wing members of the Democrat caucus, Cori Bush being one of them, saying, I don't want to answer the question when asked if she's going to support Joe Biden and Kamala Harris in their re-election campaign. This is a brutal clip. Watch. Do you want to see Joe Biden run for a second term? She's going to go. Yeah, I, you know. Uh, that's an easy question. It's not going to take long. Do you want to see Joe I, Biden I don't run? want to answer that question because we have not, that's not, yeah, I don't want to answer that question. Okay. Um, I mean, he's the president and he has the right to, to run for a second term. Absolutely. That's, but right but I don't want to, I don't, I don't want, I'd rather you not do that okay. answer. You got like two minutes to be in the car. Yeah, I know. Okay. I got to get to the. Well, thanks very much. The other thing. Okay. Appreciate it. <laughs> Yes, yes, the pain, the pain of answering the question. Do you want to have Joe Biden again? Eat your vegetables, kids. Don't elect them. Well, we'll see what happens in 2024. It will not 
be as painful as Democrats trying to answer what their strategy is for 2024. Seems like Donald Trump is running and even more confirmation from that this weekend. Turning Point USA, we were there at the Student Action Summit, had an amazing time. If you are watching and we met you or saw you, we love you. Thank you for showing up for us. We will show up for you every single day. And we are so proud to announce that it was one of Turning Point's most successful events ever. 5,000 students, just the vibe was so great in the building. It's amazing to be a part of such a patriotic crew, such a wonderful movement and we loved meeting all of you we must have taken 400,000 selfies and we would take 400,000 more in an instant thank you for showing up for us at turning point usa and you showed up not just for turning point but for your boy donald trump donald trump spoke for like two and a half hours it was like the longest speech maybe trump's ever given i don't know it was a barn burner and it had the correct effect it lit people on fire in support of Donald Trump in the Turning Point USA poll. So the poll showed this was a straw poll done to ask what the kids want for 2024. Donald Trump won it walking away. 78% of attendees said they would vote for Trump. 19% said they'd vote for DeSantis. And 1% said they'd vote for Christy Noem. And Mike Pompeo got 0.03%. So did Ted Cruz. Uh, and then 0.03% said they'd vote for Mike Pence. So that's the results of those polls. Donald Trump teased his 2024 run in his speech to Turning Point USA. Here's what it sounded like. So the fake news media is totally complicit in this whole deal. And if I renounced my beliefs, if I agreed to stay silent, if I stayed home, if I announced that I was not going to run for office, the persecution of Donald Trump would immediately stop. We know that. Everybody knows that. But that, what they want me to do, and you know what? There's no chance I do that. There's just no chance I do that. I can't do that. Well, the vibe was rock star vibes at Turning Point USA. Donald Trump saying there's no chance he's not going to run again. Of course, we had some opportunities to really sit down with some of Donald Trump's inner circle at this event and chat with them. And boy, uh, Donald Trump is running for president. Let me tell you that Donald Trump is running for president. And the big question is whether and when he announces, whether he announces before the midterms or after the midterms. Donald Trump is running prepare thyself. We were prepared for Student Action Summit. We have a little series of great interviews that we did there. We had a, uh, our own little studio set up and we're going to be bringing you that content soon, ladies and gentlemen. It's so exciting. It was so wonderful to be among patriotic America loving people. Wasn't it, Sam? It was awesome. It was just great. It was just great to be among such a great such an incredibly passionate group of people energized to save America. It wasn't just a Trump event. There were a lot of people speaking. People have every right to want Ron DeSantis or whatever, right? It's like, it's like, it's a great event. 
the vibe and the passion and the energy is inspiring. And so we say thank you to everyone who showed up. And we encourage you, if you missed this one, to get ready for America Fest. America Fest is going to be the next big conference. That's going to be in Phoenix, Arizona in December. I don't know the exact dates, but it's going to be really fun. We're also going to be doing a speaking tour. We're going to be going out on tour with Turning Point in the fall. We'll have more announcements for you on that upcoming. The reason why we are doing so much work out there with the kids and the future is because we have been sold a bill of goods that was absolute garbage from the generation of Joe Biden, from the gerontocracy that has full and permanent control of our political systems. We are going to break up that monopoly. We are going to ensure that freedom reigns. We will do that and we will do it for our children. The people who were manning the wall sat back and enjoyed all of the delicatessen luxuries of capitalism and of American exceptionalism for their lives and they didn't defend, they didn't advance. So we will advance the message. We will advance and we will take back the country. We will say no more to the communist, no more to the socialist, and no more to the liberal world order. We'll do that because we have our priorities right on this show. God, family, country. That's what we care about in that order. You can go ahead and test that theory and find it true. You will not find it wanting. That's because we're free men and women. We're born that way. We're going to stay that way. We're going to do it through fighting. We're going to do it through the ascension. And we are the ascendant. We are 80% of the country, and it's time we start acting like it. And we do so every single day on this show. Thank you so much for watching. God bless you. Please click like and subscribe. Please share this video. We know times are tough. We covered it in today's show. We're not going to ask you for cash. We know that most people have a tough time filling up their gas tank these days. If you care about us and if you care about advancing this message, click like, click subscribe, ring the bell, and come on back because we're live every single day at 11 a.m. The Benny Show. My name is Benny Johnson. Thanks for watching.